everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. We're doing another perfect concert playlist. This time we're doing a two-parter where we're diving into country of the 70s. And frankly, I think I might go three episodes. I had so much fun listening to this. <laughs> I'm Michael, that's Ron on the other side. Hey guys, what's going on? Um, so yeah, we talked about like another episode because we thought of a few more, but then I started listening to like Buck Owens and uh, what's the guy that was on Hee Haw with him? I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Roy Clark. Roy Clark and stuff like that. And I really started getting into it and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I think we're going to be doing a three-parter on this one. Um, uh, might I say this? I, I'm honestly really surprised that you got into it that deep. Well, you remember how much I hated country. I mean, I unwaveringly hated country to the point where, remember that one time we were riding home with Beth and I had like a spaz attack because she was listening to country? I mean, I was kind of joking, but I was also like, ugh. I would listen to my own music in my headphones while you guys would listen to country the whole way. And it was a four-hour trip and I was just miserable. But... There were anomalies, though, because we, like, um, okay, I'm a sucker for some of those gimmick songs, like, or novelty songs. Watermelon Crawl? Love it! Yep. Yep. Uh, what's that? What, way down yonder on Chattahoochee? We talked about this before. Yeah. I can't. Was that Alan? Anything Alan Jackson, really. Yeah. Uh, that, the, the fun, bouncy stuff I was still down for. I just don't like the steel guitar so much, and I don't like the sappy stuff. I don't like new country. I like older country. Um, I like when they're telling a story. I love the kind of like, um, there's a, a sound that I really love that it's either rockabilly, which is, actually I say 70s, but a lot of this is 60s as well. Um, yeah. What Johnny Cash was doing in the beginning was very rockabilly influenced, and I, I love rockabilly. And then um, late 60s, early 70s, like guys like Jerry Reed and Roy Clark were changing the sound, more of like a fun pluck kind of, but you know, almost funky feel to it yeah is that what it is uh but i i really enjoy that kind of stuff and then there's a period where it kind of goes disco metropolitan almost vibe to some of it um what they call it like urban cowboy in the uh, late 70s early 80s i'm okay but yeah there's just bits and pieces i really don't like um it's a little symphonic is that the kind of music you're talking about i don't know i no, i don't I'll, I'll listen to it again. I'll probably change my mind, too. I'll probably be like, I love 80s country. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, well, no, I'm thinking like 70s stuff. Uh, uh, a lot of times they'd have uh, some, like the, some of the slower stuff. You'd have more instruments like uh, flutes and things like that. Well, yeah. What is it? Um, it just fit country. Uh, <laughs> damn, there's, there's a guy I was trying to think of. Charlie Rich. He had kind of uh-huh. a, a big fix, symphonic sound to his stuff. Yes. Um, I get Charlie. I get Charlie Rich and Charlie Pride confused. Um, so this episode is about the Highwaymen, and what we did was you can choose songs by the Highwaymen. And if you don't know the band, it's uh, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, uh, Willie Nelson, and Chris Christopherson. So you can pick songs when they were together as a band. They did what four albums together, maybe. Yep. And yeah, I think. And, uh, and then you can do songs by the artist individually. I only have a few songs from a few... Oh, it, the beginning ain't too good, okay? I'm just going to tell you that. Um, what bothered me about The Highwaymen is a lot of it was cover songs. I try to stay away from cover songs because I want to kind of go back to the original artist unless they kind of reinterpret the song. Um, yeah. But do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, you can go ahead. I want to see where you're at. Okay. So... <laughs> 
the, the so at the beginning of it, it like i said a scatter shot and then we get into the main two guys that i'm gonna discuss i'll we'll do those separately i guess um for me it's the first four songs are all highwaymen which the first one is highwaymen uh number two is america remains number three are are you sure hank done it and I, i'm pretty sure that's a cover um that i want to say waylon did right yeah, well, it's a, are you sure Hank done it this way? Or, yeah, sorry, I must have not finished writing. Um, and then the fourth one is Silver Stallion. Mm-hmm. The uh, number five is the only one that I'll include from Chris Christopherson. I don't really care for his music. It's way too... I don't know how he's even in with these guys. Like his songs are so almost folksy, you know? Then I hardly feel country at all to me, so I'm kind of surprised that he's lumped in with these guys. Um, right. And there's only one solo Willie Nelson song, that's Shotgun Willie, but he's on a bunch of the other songs with those the, the rest of the guys. But that's my first three. Go ahead with yours. Uh, just to add to that, I think I've read uh, somewhere like Chris had made a comment like after the fact, after the, was it Johnny and uh, Waylon had died? Uh, like he's, he wished he knew then what he knew now, how lucky he was to be on stage with those guys. You know, how he didn't know how he fit in, just like you were saying. He didn't know how he fit up there with them. Um, same with life, right? You always wish you knew then what you knew now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris was very much, yeah, his music's very much a storytelling type of music. It's just a little bit different vibe than the other guys because they're all storytellers in their own right. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I got overboard. <laughs> Probably up. Yeah, I definitely have more than thirty, so I'm gonna kind of dwindle down a little bit. But uh, my big ones for the highwaymen were uh, highwaymen, highwayman. Sorry. Uh, I liked "We're All in Your Corner." Thought that was a really good buddy buddy song. You know, it was like uh, sticking up for your buddies type of thing. You know. I must have. Uh, I must have missed that one because I didn't hear it. So I give that one a listen, a uh, couple listens, in case you miss something when you're going through it. But uh, Desperado's Waiting for a Train, I think, is really good. That's a Guy Clark original. It's, again, you said we're trying to stay away from covers, but... Well, I am. Uh, you can do whatever you want. This one's uh, been covered a lot, but my favorite, just going into this, looking into this list, I found one by Jack Ingram that was uh, recorded in 19... Wow. And it's really good. I oh, like, wait, 2019 uh, or 1919? <laughs> 2019. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see, what else did I have here? Two Stories Wide, that's off of Highwayman 2. And uh, Texas was a big one I loved. But I'm going to leave a couple of the other ones out of there just so I will saturate this list too much. <laughs> All right. Moving on. All right, who do you got next? You said I can go next? Yeah, well, I mean, you said you didn't have a lot from one other person. So you might as well do that. Because I did six. I did Willie, Chris Christopherson, and the Highwaymen already. Okay, so Waylon Jennings. Uh, this one I could go on all day with. Because this is what I grew up on. Uh, my dad, my uncles, they were all into him. And, of course, I know who he was from the Dukes of Hazard, And, of course, that song's on that list. You know what's funny um, is... So I don't know him from Duke. Well, I knew I know him now from Dukes of Hazard, but you know you only hear the voice, and that we didn't listen to country music. I knew him from Follow That Bird. Did you have you ever seen that movie, the Sesame Street movie? 
He's in that? Yes, he's in a... He picks up Big Bird after he escapes from his new foster home, and they sing a song together, and it's not... It's on no album, as far as I know, but it ain't no... There ain't no road too high or whatever it is. It's it, but it's not really his song. He sings it with everybody. He sings like the first four lines and he ends the song. So that's why I didn't include it. But it's it's a lot of fun. I have to look that one up. Ain't no road too far. I think is what it is. That's what it is. That's the one thing. I think the big reason why I like Waylon so much. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Clint Black, and he's covered quite a few Waylon's tunes from back in the day. Uh, one of them being Honky Tonk Heroes. I believe he's covered that one. Okay. Uh, but no. Are you sure Hank done it this way? That's what he did. Um, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and give my old pen for whaling here. So I've got Honky Tonk Heroes. Uh, it's kind of, kind of a, one of those really slow intro type of things. And then it's a, and it starts picking up, you know, and I'm like, I love music like that. You, you think it's one type of song, and then it's totally not. Uh, you Ask Me Too is a really good, sweet song. Um, Good Hearted Woman, of course. That was co-wrote with Willie. Lonesome, Henry, and Mean. That was fun. Uh, I'm a Ramblin' Man. Are you sure Hank done it this way? Dream My Dreams with You. Looking Back, Texas. I love playing that one on a guitar. Uh, the theme from Dukes of Hazzard. And then, of course, with all my heroes have been Cowboys. That's my top ten Waylon there, so. The, uh, before I go into my Waylon, um, no. <laughs> that's such a bad joke. I'm sorry. That came up at the last second. Uh, so all of them were established actors in one way or another, except for like Waylon. I don't remember him being in any movies. Because Johnny was in a Western with uh, Kirk Douglas called A Gunfight. Plus he had that show where he would do sketches and stuff like that. Uh, Willie had been in a movie with... Um, uh, Gary Busey called Barbarossa, and then he had done a western oh, called yeah. the, the Red-Headed Stranger. And Chris, of course, he's the one. Movie. Chris is the one that has the most acting uh, experience because Sam Peckinpah uh, chose him to star in um, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, and that was a big hit. And he, of course, Convoy probably is his biggest hit until like you know the Blade movie came along. But so, in, in, oh, he's a really great star. one, by the way. Um, I should say his best movie was not successful. It's 1984's Flashpoint with Treat Williams, which is a really good conspiracy movie. Um, but then they all got together to be in a movie on CBS, I believe, called... It was a remake of Stagecoach. Am I wrong? I feel like that's the one. They did like three or four movies together. And that kind of led to the music, if I remember correctly. Like They did the movie together first. And I'm like, hey, we had such a fun time working together. Let's make some music together. Um... But I just want to bring that up before I went any, any further into the list. But I don't recall Waylon really doing much acting work. Oh, his hands did. Every what? week. <laughs> What's that? Oh, his hands. His um, hands, yeah. <laughs> but my list, and I don't know if any of these are covers. I feel like a couple of them are. But um, the only the first one, I, I'm not sure if it's his or not because I've heard so many different covers of it. But Only Daddy That'll Walk the Line. That feels like a Hank Williams. I don't know Hank Williams very well, but I feel like that might be one of his first. Uh, I don't know who wrote that one originally. Okay. But that's the only version of it I know. Yeah, and I know the Buck Buck Owens is a really good cover of it. I just listened to. Um, Uh, Number eight is a combo of Waylon and Johnny together called There Ain't No Good Chain Gang. Excuse me. I'm a Ramblin' Man is number nine. Uh, Never Been to Spain. 
I Ain't Living yes. Long Like This is my favorite of his. It's got a, a big, like, sweeping, almost a Vegas Elvis sound to it. Um, I've Always Been Crazy, and That's How I Stay Sane. That's uh, that, that's my um, <laughs> my theme and my motto. <laughs> uh, Waylon and Willie com- uh, combine a, a team up for Just to Satisfy You. And I know it's weird to end it on a kind of sadder song, but I really love Where Corn Don't Grow. It's such a good song. Where Corn Don't Grow. I yeah. saw that one. I never actually listened to that one. I believe it's it's a really early 80s ballad. It's, you know, during the time like we had Farm Aid and stuff like that where everybody's suffering from the drought and stuff like that. It's, I'm pretty sure. I don't know much about the history of these guys, so I'm just guessing. Gotcha. All right, so all I have left is Johnny Cash, so go ahead and do Willie and uh, Chris Christopherson. Okay, so Willie, we'll start with, well, let's start with Chris, because <laughs> like, I, I hate to say it, Chris, I, I think you're an awesome actor, but I'm not real big on the music so much, okay. so I've got four. Um, oh, all right. I'm sure I'm missing some, and I just got to dig a little deeper, but uh, me and Bobby McGee, of course, uh, why me, that's a kind of a Sweet little song, he's sitting there, he's asking God, why me? Uh, we're we're going to get a little religious here on this one, but it's like asking, why would you pick someone as bad as me to, you know, forgive that sort of thing? And that sort of thing. It's, oh, it's yeah, kind okay. of a one-on-one type of talk with, with God, and I like it. Uh, the song they do called, I don't think he wrote this one. I think somebody else wrote this one. I think Willie had covered it at one point, uh, but it's called Don't Cuss the Fiddle. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, to beat the devil's a good one, uh, and those are the only four I can come up with offhand. Okay. The sad part is when I'm trying to sit and think of without even looking online what his music is. The only one I can remember was me and Bobby. McKinney. Yeah, it's I think his only real big hit. I don't know. I don't know his music because we weren't around during that time period. But I don't recall him having a whole lot of hits. Yeah. All right. What do you got from and, Willie? Uh, Willie. Oh, Willie. So I'm um, well. Willie Nelson, um, for everybody who doesn't know, he's been writing music since he was, what, age seven? <laughs> but he's a big writer for a lot of country artists. They've uh, He's written a lot of music that's become standards. Like, Crazy is one of my wife's favorite ones. Just to play around. She likes to sing it funny. But anyway, uh, that was made famous by Patsy Cline, Hello Wall by Farron Young. Pretty Papers, one that was covered by Roy Orbison. Okay. Or, and there's another guy we miss, Roy Orbison, huh? Right. Oh, we do the, like, Traveling Willoughby's or something like that. Um, I say that right? Wilburys <laughs> or something? Wilburys, that's it. The Willoughby's. Uh, <laughs> Wallabies? Well, we'll be darn. First time I heard Pretty Paper was uh, Randy Travis saying it was on his Christmas album. Oh, okay. Um, that's how I know that song, and I like it better, but... Uh, down to the music that I picked. Uh, Seven Spanish Angels with Ray Charles has got to be my number one favorite by Willie. It's just, the, with them together, singing that together, it's just fantastic. That's off. Uh, that's from 1982. Uh, half Nelson is a great album to listen to because it's half Willie Nelson and then a bunch of other artists that, that he duets with. It's he did a lot of duets, I noticed. It, yeah, and a lot of like jazz. I mean, Willie really stretched his chops um where's my list uh, me and Paul uh the family bible Mountain Dew that's obviously not his song but um it's an old Appalachian folk standard that 
I love. It sounds to me if we were doing a concert, that'd be a fun little song that you'd play in the middle somewhere. You yeah, know? yeah. Kind of take a break, just picking around and having some fun. Whiskey River, uh, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain off a of Redheaded Stranger. And you mentioned that earlier. I absolutely, I own this album, and I love that movie. I haven't seen it in forever. I remember it was really hard to find for a while. Well, see, the, the soundtrack itself, I mean, it plays like a soundtrack. You could listen to the soundtrack, and actually, you don't have to see the movie. You can tell what happens throughout this. It's like him walking through, I uh, so kind of like Sabotage did their thing back in the day. You know what I mean? They had yeah, like yeah. story albums. God, um, I forgot about that band. Uh, hey, I just uh, forgot. Um, I should correct myself. I forgot Chris and Willie worked together in 1982 in a, on a movie called Songwriter. And that must be how the, the whole thing kind of was like, oh, let's start doing this acting stuff together. Because Waylon Wayland and Johnny already worked together a lot musically, and so did Willie. So I just feels like it was a slow, like everybody started working together. Well, see, you already said something about the... Uh... Where they all acted as one together, wasn't it? Yeah, Stagecoach, and I think Where's That Darn Gold or something like that. And I feel like there's three of them. Texas Justice or something like that. Gotcha. Uh, let's see, uh, what else did I have? Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. It's the longest title I think there ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's one that uh, by Meat Love that has to be longer. Because <laughs> he always had that parentheses thing afterwards. This is true. I think he went out of his way to make sure. I that know. <laughs> it's like he's going for a record. <laughs> uh, so I've got Poncho and Lefty, and then uh, his version of "City of New Orleans." I'm not 100 percent sure who wrote that song, but I like Willie's version of it, and that's where I am on him. And um, do you remember when we were coming back from visiting Vincennes University, where we went to college, the very first? I think it was the very first time. And we drove past that bus that said Redheaded Stranger, and we were never sure if it was one of Willie's buses or it was just like, oh, this person's just a huge fan of Willie Nelson. It's possible. Yeah, I always wondered, I was like, who's that Willie? We took pictures, but I don't know, where, I don't know what happens to that picture. Um, also, have you seen any of these people in concert? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you missed out by very. I did. You almost got to see Waylon when we went to Lollapalooza, which is still one of the weirdest things I've ever seen is like in the middle between, um, uh, I think it was the Ramones and Soundgarden was Waylon Jennings and nobody was happy. They were throwing stuff, they were screaming and Metallica came out and said, hey, shut up and sit down or we're not playing tonight. And everybody went, <laughs> <laughs> and then like yeah. for the first three songs people really weren't getting into it and then he played the theme from uh, Dukes of Hazard, and then everybody lost their minds and they were good for the rest of the concert they're like oh I know this guy yeah and you told me and I, I didn't know this I, I found another song um, by uh, uh, Johnny Cash that you said was from an album and I didn't even know they even had a soundtrack album for the show a Johnny Cash song? Yeah, what was it? It was like the Good Old Boys or something like that. Or oh, the General Lee. The General Lee, and, and on on the album, uh, I was just shocked. Like, oh yeah, everybody sings. I forgot Tom Wopat and John Schneider were singers. Right. Yep. 
All right, I've seen so both of them in concert. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so this Not is together, but oh, really? I you think they would? You think that would bring the money in? They would think. Hmm. I don't know. It seems to me like Tom Olpat's just doing it for. I mean, he did a really good show. I mean, it's not like like he phoned it in or anything. He did a really good show, but it almost felt like he wasn't enjoying it as much. Oh, like he was just there for the payday. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, I can uh, see that. I, I digress. All right, so my last artist of the list, and I only have twenty-five songs, so mine's shorter than yours. That's not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right so johnny cash uh and this is where i have most of the songs from is uh the man comes around i think it'd be a really cool i mean it's a little more somber it's unusual for me to pick a somber song to come you know to start a concert with but it just seems kind of cool for him to come on a stage with that song um i'll mourn you by waylon jennings and johnny cash boy i really did start kind of depressing crap <laughs> uh five feet high and rising uh don't take your guns to town and then all of a yes. sudden apparently you're all gonna break your necks get whiplash because the tone is shift from don't take your guns to town to one piece at a time which is my favorite johnny cash song i love that if you don't know the song it's about him working at a factory and slowly stealing pieces every day and trying to build his own vehicle with it. But it's such a disorganized mess because he didn't get all the right years. It's the weirdest car you'll ever see driving through town. The end of the song's like, what year is it? Well, yeah, it's it, it just, 57, 58, 59, 60. Oh and it just fades off. Um, I think I like the more uh, rockabilly like you know, the early fifty or late fifties, early sixties, Johnny Cash. Uh, a lot of his songs are—they uh, get kind of dark in the middle there, especially around the Folsom City. Uh, lots of crime stuff going on, uh, you know. And, and yeah. Waylon had some of the darker stuff too going on. There's a song. Um, it's called "To Beat the Devil," and the reason he wrote this song, Chris Christopherson wrote that song, because he was inspired to write that song because of what Johnny went through. No, clean. I was gonna say he he had alcohol problems, right? Huh? He had alcohol problems, right? He did, among other things, I think. But I yeah, think I was the main thinking, thing was alcohol. Yeah. But. I think Coke was part of it too. But let's get back to that list yeah. real quick. Um, all right. So uh, after that is Luther played the boogie. Not a really well known song, but it's a fun rockabilly one. Um, I've been everywhere. Probably one of his most famous songs because of his in commercials. Um, I forget that. Oh, really? Because I remember it was in so many commercials. I think it was for, like, Motel 6 or something. Yeah. Uh, hey, Porter. Uh, get Rhythm. I did not spell rhythm right whatsoever. Good Lord, my my handwriting's terrible. Um, I'm not going to tell you how I spelled it, but that's not a word. <laughs> uh, cry, Cry, Cry. And then I want to end with Boy Named Sue, which I think is a dark but funny song. <laughs> and that's my list. I say uh, when it comes to Johnny Cash, I, I do like some of the I like a lot of the old rockabilly stuff, but there's some other stuff. I'm a country boy, and I can't can't hide it. Uh, I am pretty eclectic, but when it comes to classic old country, I stick to the stuff that I grew up on. Uh, one piece at a time was one of my favorites. Ring of Fire, Boy Named Sue, obviously. Oh my! I forgot I Ring of Fire. Black. I forgot Ring of Fire. Ah! Oh. Why not? I'm not. I'm not alone in that. This. <laughs> um, the 
General Lee's on my list. I'm moving on with Waylon's a really good driving team. He covered Ghost Riders in the Sky. Everybody covered Ghost Riders in the Sky. <laughs> and I, it's all in the, who do you like the best. And Now, here's where I got mixed up. Because uh, when we were doing this episode, we said we are going to do this episode. I'm thinking of our friend Dave. I'm like, how much he loved the Highwaymen. And I think he did. I didn't even but know I that. The album that I was thinking of was, um, uh, what was it? The Outlaws. Oh, and what it is had he? Willie and I think Waylon and then two other people. Oh. Uh, and I think that they covered Ghost Riders in the Sky, if I remember correctly. And, but anyway, and then I like, it's a very patriotic, fly, uh, patriotic song, and unfortunately a lot of people nowadays don't probably wouldn't take to it but it's called no, no. Ragged Old Flat it's one of those talking talking tunes yeah music I, in the background type of thing I like that yeah I think I think the one thing that people it's hard it's hard to discuss but the song Johnny Cash was very interesting because he was never really on one side or the other because there's some stuff that he would talk about that was really groundbreaking and, and more liberal minded back then especially like justice for native americans and of course i mean he's older and he's from a different generation so a lot of it was like super patriotic but no side really owns patriotism i think that's the strangest thing like just because you know you have this one thing doesn't mean you're you're in that party it's the weirdest like i'm patriotic but i'm not like rah rah i'm gonna put eagles all over my vehicle so (laughs) never mind i'll go there (laughs) tattoo it on my butt But yeah, I agree with that. Um, and that's it on my list for Johnny Cash, but there, I guarantee you there's a whole ton of others, but I had to stop somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, and if I was going to dig deeper, it would be in the older uh, Rockabilly style um, back in the day with him and June Carter. Honestly, they, they covered a whole lot of uh, bluegrass type stuff. Uh, like old, like the Appalachian Standard type music, uh, what have you. Yeah, I'm more of the bouncy, almost... Uh pop I guess version of it yeah I'm gonna say if I'm if I'm gonna pigeonhole myself into a particular genre type of or type of country music from this era it's gonna be like Merle uh, not Merle sorry well Merle would fit in there I guess but Waylon Jennings and that style of music yeah um, yeah because that's another thing. Speaking of Merle, that was another guy. I was like, well, there's Merle Haggard, there's Hank Williams Jr. There's all these guys that I was yep. just like starting thinking about from that era, like, you know, sixty late 60s through early 80s or whatever. I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many. Right. All right, go ahead with your list, though. That was my list. That was it. That was it? Oh, you're, I <laughs> think you were okay. just kind of casually talking, not actually saying you're – I'm sorry. You didn't announce it like I did. <laughs> no, that's the end of my list. I have eight for Johnny Cash. I, uh, I feel bad about that. I had to stop somewhere. I'm, I'm way all over 30. So. I, uh, <laughs> when I announce my um, my list, it's like a manifesto. All right, this is number five, and that's all there is to this. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're old man and you're about ready to fall off the stage, but you are not going home. We're hearing everything. <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of bummed. We went and saw the David Bowie tribute show here in town, and yeah. he really stuck to the main line. And then there was an intermission, and I was like, okay, so he's done like 15 songs. We're going to have an intermission, and then he only did like six more songs. It's like that's not where you put an intermission. You put an intermission in the middle. <laughs> what? What? Where'd you think we were? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you don't put a, like in old movies, you don't put it in the third act. 
No. <laughs> but maybe he wasn't feeling good. Who knows? So, but uh, that's it, I guess. So uh, the next one we have, I don't think we cemented down, but I know Jerry Reed's going to be one of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, kind of that funky country. What a there's a lot of like one hit wonder kind of stuff I think about, but they would never be like Convoy. I, I love Convoy. Uh, and sadly, Jimmy Buffett is just Jimmy Buffett. There's just no way to do an episode where we can mix him in with anybody. There's nobody like him. Uh, he's yacht rock through and through, if you ask me. But yeah, but who did he go with? Like Christopher Cross? I'd have to think on this one a little bit. Yeah, I got no like, idea. When it comes to yacht rock, I'm not a. I'm not. I have a friend who's really into it, so I could probably pick his brain on this one. But yeah, I just, and, and, and even really if my deal. yeah, even if he didn't want to, I can always do a mini sode by myself or something like that. Um, but we'll get back to you whenever we're ready with the next uh, three guys, I guess, or four, whatever we're gonna do. We'll figure it out. Yep. All right. That's it. Have a good night. See y'all.